The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Everybody, this is Bill Friday with another edition of Chat with the Mayor, and I have with me Mayor Brian Smith, Mayor of Wasaga Beach. Happy Halloween, by the way. Happy Halloween. <laughs> it, it's a beautiful day out there today, and the kids are going to be uh, at your door before too long, unless you're going trick-or-treating yourself, are you? No, we'll be at the door waiting for them to come along. Yeah, well, it's going to be nice for the kids tonight because it's not raining, it's not snowing, and uh, it's not all that cold, although it's cool, so it'll yeah, be nice. Uh, I heard I heard on the uh, the news that it was going to be an eerie calm tonight. An eerie calm, okay, okay. Let's, Brian. I, I'd like to talk a little bit about um, about Wasaga distribution. It's been in the news lately, um, and and I see some signs popping up all over the place. Something about keep hydro public. And uh, I think maybe it would be a good idea for uh, for us to talk about that and uh, perhaps shed some light on what's going on. Just a little bit of history as far as Wasaga Beach is concerned. Wasaga dis- Distribution was formerly known as Wasaga Beach Hydro and was incorporated in the year 2000. That's like 17 years ago. Um, it, it serves the town of Wasaga Beach to its borders with electricity. And the present population uh, as provided with the town is, I guess, around 18,000 or maybe a little bit more now. And the total service area of the of Wasaga distribution is 61 square kilometers. The, the utility uh, presently serves over 12,000 customers and has more than 235 kilometers of conductor, I guess that's cable, that's wires and whatever, both overhead and underground. The system also has more than 1,400 distribution transformers and nearly 5,000 poles, that is hydro poles in service, fed from five owned and one shared distribution service. So it's quite an organization, really. Now, where where do they buy their hydro from? Well, that's a great question, and and it's it's a good... uh Good synopsis of the background and the history of Wasaga distribution. <clears throat> and uh, But the question is, where do we get our hydro from? And, and it surprised me as we go through this process, and especially in the last couple of weeks, of how many people have actually either said to me or, or written to me and, and uh, are concerned because we're, you know, we're not going to have uh, hydro service because they believe that we generate our own power. And that simply isn't the case. We buy all of our power from Hydro One, and it's transmitted through the main lines uh, to Wasaga Beach. Uh, so uh, that's where we get our power. We don't generate any of our own power at this point. All right. Now, there's a, another company that's sort of off to the side, as I see it, is called Wasaga Resources. Can you tell us a little about what is Wasaga Resources? Sure. So Wasaga Resources is a company that was created as a, sub, as a subsidiary of uh, Wasaga Distribution. And the purpose of Wasaga Resources is it's a, it's a uh, for-profit company 
um, aside from Wasaga Distribution, so uh, that we have the ability to uh, to you know go out to the market, to the open market, uh, and bid on contracts and make money uh, to uh, help uh, you know enhance and subsidize, if if you if you will, um, the uh, the shareholder. Uh, which is the citizens of Wasaga Beach. So when you see uh, subdivisions, for example, a new subdivision comes to town and they need hydro service, they'll put that out to tender and Wasaga Resources will tender on that. Uh, and uh, if we get the job, it'll be Wasaga Resources that places the hydro lines, underground cables, so on and so forth, into those subdivisions. And that's a paid-for service by developers. Uh, so and often people will see our trucks out there doing that, and they think that it's Wasaga Distribution, but it's not. It's Wasaga Resource. So both Wasaga Distribution and Wasaga Resources are in fact owned by the town of Wasaga Beach. Is That's that right. They're owned, they're owned by the shareholder, which is the town of Wasaga Beach, which is you, the citizens. Uh, and they are two different companies. They fall under the umbrella of GeoSands, which is the parent company that owns owns those two companies. But in in the end, it's owned by the town of Wasaga Beach. Is that's, that correct? That's yeah. correct. Right. Well, it is a, it is an independent, uh, separate entity and corporation, uh, but its shareholders. It's a public corporation, and its shareholders are the uh, the uh, town of Wasaga Beach and the citizens of Wasaga Beach. So okay. it's not on the open market. It's not in the TSX. Uh, we are the the only shareholders, and, and there is a board of directors, I presume. That There's a board of directors for each board. Uh, Wasaga Distribution has five members, and Wasaga Resource has five members. Mm-hmm. Three of those members in the charter it indicates that three of those members uh, overlap. So the board chair, for example, Mr. Jim Fraser, who, uh, by the way, was elected as the uh, commissioner of hydro back when uh, it was Wasaga Beach Hydro, and when it became uh, when the government changed the rules and regulations that you could earn you could earn a profit and, and the rules and regulations in which uh, distribution and hydro fell um, he went from being elected to that position to be appointed to that position he has been the chair now for uh, I think either either elected as commissioner or chair for 28 to 31 years so he's got a long-standing uh, relationship with the corporation and then uh, there are, so he is on both boards he chairs both boards the mayor uh, of the town, uh, currently myself, was Cal Patterson before, or Walter, and uh, mayor sits on both boards as well as a representative of town council. And uh, then there's another member who sits on both boards, and his name is Bruce uh, Bruce Young, and he sits on uh, both boards as well, and his background is... Uh, is uh, he's very knowledgeable with respect to hydro and distribution, and then there are two other members on each board uh, that sit separately. So currently, uh, we have Andy Ferguson, who is the newest member of one of the boards, uh, who sits. Uh, Peter Prager uh, is also a member, uh, and um, uh, Rick Archdeacon, again long-term uh, former, hydro former employee, counselor, former, former counselor of seven years, but mm-hmm. uh, started out his his uh, his professional career in hydro. And he's been well around for well over 30, 35 years as well. Uh, and then uh, we had another member, uh, Mr. Brian Kirkwood, who uh, is now uh, resigned. And uh, so we'll, we'll start the process in, in uh, finding someone to replace him. Well, that, that sort of clears up with the, uh, where, it, where Wasaga Distribution sits uh, in regard to the, to the people of Wasaga Beach, basically. Absolutely. The people of Wasaga Beach are, are basically shareholders in Wasaga Distribution. Now, uh, what is going on, for instance, uh, on, the, on October the 24th, 
there was a presentation by Wasaga Distribution and Wasaga Resources, I understand, to um, to the, the to the council and the council chamber. I understand was quite full. Absolutely, it was it was very full, uh, and that's a good thing. Um, this all started uh, roughly a year or so ago when our, our CAO, uh, George Vadabakur, attended a CAO's conference, and they were given information and in a, in a presentation on uh, local distributions, uh, LDCs, local distribution companies. And uh, the, uh, the board of directors uh, at uh, Wasaga Distribution was also aware of things that were happening, changing, moving in the market. And so between the CAO bringing a report back to council and the board uh, coming, the board chair coming uh, to council and saying, look, at things are happening, it was decided by council that uh, we should ask uh, the boards, both boards combined, to go out on behalf of council and look at all of the uh, things that are happening uh, within uh, hydro distribution and uh, come back to council with a uh, full robust report on not only what uh, what is happening but what our options were moving forward and, uh, and a recommendation. And so both boards uh, went together, formed a subcommittee, uh, which consisted of all members. Uh, we had two members, uh, Mr. Archdeacon and, and uh, Mr. Prager, who led that. But uh, it was combined uh, of all seven members of both boards. And uh, they spent uh, hundreds of hours um, putting together a presentation uh, in consultation with uh, probably one of the four most, foremost experts in the field right now, and that is Mr. Mark Rogers, uh, who is a lawyer uh, who uh, has uh, dealt with many uh, distributions on mergers, acquisitions, and sales and partial sales. And uh, also Mr. Larry Murphy, who is an economist uh, and who has done a lot of work in this area as well. They put a very robust presentation together, and they came back to council as they were asked to do made the presentation and uh, made the recommendation that council consider, the big word there is consider, the sale of Wasaga distribution. It's important to point out a couple of things. Number one, these are paid boards. So these board members have absolutely nothing to gain by making any recommendation other than to stay status quo because they put themselves out of a job. It's also important to note that the members of these boards have been around anywhere from uh, somewhere around 10 to uh, 35 plus years uh, in distribution uh, and or on the board, with the exception of myself, who've only been on the boards for two years, and Mr. Andy Ferguson, who was only appointed. So there's a lot of experience, and, and the majority of these board members, quite frankly, uh, have been around, uh, as I said, from the beginning, and have been part of the board of directors that built this company to what it is today. So they understand it very well. So they came back with their recommendation and then the next step, of course, was for Council now to take that recommendation and do our due diligence. So in this case, uh, Bill, I think it's important to point out that I, as the Mayor, wear two hats. Uh, the first hat I wear is as a Director for a Board of uh, Hydro of Wasaga Distribution and the Board for Wasaga Resources, uh, Inc. And, um, and, and that hat is a Director, as all Directors, is we have a fiduciary responsibility to the shareholder and the shareholder only to ensure that we bring all the information to the shareholder so that the shareholder can make an informed decision. Uh, and, and that's what we've done. And uh, we made a recommendation, which was a unanimous recommendation by all members of both boards to recommend that uh, the town of Wasaga Beach consider selling distribution. So now I take that hat off 
And from a business standpoint, as we looked at it, and that's how we have to look at it as directors, uh, I stand by that recommendation. Uh, now I take that hat off, however, and I put the hat on of mayor. And now I have a different responsibility. And that responsibility is to the citizens of Wasaga Beach who elected me to my position and the rest of this council to now look at and to go out and get as much information as we can, even more than we have today, and to explore all the options. And those options are as follows. Uh, one could be stay status quo and grow. Uh, the other is to merge uh, with other distributions to get to a higher number of customers and to hopefully gain the economies of scale that is required. And what, what the province has said is that their idea of the optimum size of a distribution company is 400,000 people. Uh, the third option is to have a partial sale, such as Collingwood did with Collis PowerStream. And the fourth option is just an outright sale. These are all options, and council has been re it's been recommended by the boards to council to consider this. So now we will, as a council, go out and look at all those options. And that will take, I believe, another six months to a year in order to go through the process to do the due diligence that the people of Wasaga Beach require us to do and that we are responsible to fulfill to those people and then come back with what council has found out and in that process there will be lots and lots of opportunity for the citizens of Wasaga Beach to come out to ask questions to voice their opinion to have their concerns answered um, good bad or indifferent and we'll make sure that that happens. So what council did on Tuesday night after that meeting was we gave instruction to our CAO, Mr. George Vadaboncourt, to, <clears throat> to go out and research and bring a report back, which I think will come back tomorrow to uh, Committee of the Whole at 4 o'clock, as to what that process will or should be in order to ensure that council does uh, our due diligence and uncovers every stone that we have to uncover to make an informed decision. And uh, we will do that. And I'll say for, for, for myself that I'm on record uh, during my campaign. And not only did I say it, but I put it in writing that I do not believe Wasaga Beach should be selling our prime assets such as Wasaga Distribution. And I stand by that. But I play a different role as mayor than I do as a director. Now, what I will say is this. We have to go through the process. We have to get all of the answers and all of the information for the citizens of Wasaga Beach. And then this council will have a decision to make. And so as an example, uh, this analogy was given to me a few, uh, about a week ago. If I came to you, Bill, and said, Bill, what's your house worth? And you said, it's worth a half a million dollars. And then someone came along and said, it's worth a half a million. I'll give you double that or triple that. Will you sell it to me? I think you'd consider that. What we don't know today, quite frankly, is what that asset is worth. And so how... Uh, how big an asset is it versus a merge, versus status quo, versus a partial sale, versus a full sale? And until we get out and get all that information, we simply cannot, on behalf of the citizens on Wasaga Beach, make an informed decision. What I will say is that for any member of this council to say that I will sell no matter what you say to me, or I won't sell no matter what you say or show me, is completely irresponsible. We have an obligation as members of council to unturn all the stones, to look at all the information, to listen to the people and make an informed decision. And that is exactly what this council will do over the next six months to a year. Are all councillors um, and the deputy mayor, uh, are they 
on side with this? Well, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's public information. It's public. Uh, Rogers taped the whole uh, uh, meeting on Tuesday night. And no, they're not all on side with this. Uh, you know, I think... Uh, um, and, and, and I shouldn't say not all on side with this, because it's not about being onside or offside, because we simply haven't done all the homework that's required. I today have not made a decision, and nor will I, until the process is complete. And we've done all the homework, and we've listened to the people of Wasaga Beach in their entirety, not just some. But, um, you know, you know, some people have said, I, I won't sell it no matter what, or I won't do this, or I won't merge, or I won't do anything but stay status quo, whatever it is they said, and I'm not sure exactly what's been said. I look at that and say, that's not my job today. My job today is to make sure that we move forward and we get all the information required. You know, in 1990, there were 307-plus uh, local distribution companies in Ontario. And in 2000, that was down to 150. 2014 down to 73 and now we're around 60. Um, you know the province um, continues to raise the cost of hydro. Uh, the Ontario Energy Board continues to raise the cost of hydro uh, and those are two entities which is uh, you know 83 percent of your bill that we have no control over. We control seven, 17 percent of that bill and that's all. So hydro will continue to climb because, you know, the provincial government and uh, the OEB have to pay for a lot of the boondoggles that they've done in, in the past. Um, if you look at the hydro bills and, and what they've climbed in the last several years, very little of that is because of Wasaga distribution and the board's decisions. It's because of things like debt retirement charges and global adjustments, um, those types of things that we have no control over. So the 17% we control is what we need to look at and what that means to the citizens of Wasaga Beach. And um, we'll do that. What, uh, what advantage is there? What, is, what are the advantages? What are the pros and cons of selling or not selling? Can you give us a little idea of what that might be? Well, I think the biggest thing that's prompted not just Wasaga Beach, but probably every, every distribution uh, company in the province is doing this right now. And they're looking at what do we do? And, and that's prompted by, again, the provincial government. The provincial government several months ago um, put out some um, very, very attractive um, items that will convince, uh, I believe, or try to convince smaller distribution companies to sell. And the big one is that they've said if you have a deal and you put it together and you complete that deal by December 31st, 2018, we won't charge you any capital gains tax on the sale. <clears throat> That's about 30 plus percent. That is substantial. So if you had, and I'm just using numbers, these are not numbers for Wasaga Beach, I'm just using numbers, but if you had a, a distribution company that sold or you could sell for $100 million dollars, that's like $130 million because there's no tax. Or versus getting 100 versus getting 70 in the end. It's substantial. And so, uh, you know, the, the past Minister of Energy, uh, Bill, Bob Shirelli, said, we're, we're not forcing anybody to do anything. No, they're not. Uh, they're not saying you have to sell or else. But they're certainly making it so as that everybody is and should be looking at it. And that's what's prompted this. Um, so... You know, people are now, uh, different distribution companies are looking at this because there's a deadline. 
And uh, that doesn't mean they'll sell. It doesn't mean they'll merge. I mean, we could come back in a year from now and say, you know what? We don't know that staying status quo is the way and if that is sustainable. Because what we do know, uh, the board knows, is that every year it's getting tougher and tougher to make profit. Um, the regulation on this uh, um, this sector is is outrageous. Uh, the Ontario Energy Board regulates you to death, and uh, you know our staff spend hundreds and hundreds of hours every year every year dealing with that. I think when you do a rate uh, application, it's a binder. It's about six inches thick because of regulation. Um, but maybe we say. No, we don't want to sell. We don't think we should sell, but we certainly need to speak to other smaller municipalities who have companies to see about joining forces. So there's a ton of options, and uh, we need to look at all those options. You know, I, I heard on Tuesday that, you know, it's going to be sold to Hydro One. If it was sold, partial or full, we have no idea. There are lots of corporations out there uh, currently in the in the distribution business and investment uh entities out there who are investing and buying these things up. Uh, we could be sold to call us just like, or sorry, to PowerStream, just like Collingwood and Penetang. Uh, we could be sold to Viridian. We could be sold to the same company we that, that runs uh, Innisfil now. Uh, however, that's, uh, you know, um, inner, inner service, I believe that's called. Um, and we're not the only town looking at this. There are many communities, if not all, that are looking at this and they're doing it because it's what's required to do our due diligence as a council uh, for the people who are invested. Brian, if the Wasaga distribution was to be sold, what would happen with the money gained from that sale? Well, that's a great question, Bill. And uh, you know, I've been asked uh, before. I've been asked this question before, and I can only speak for myself, not the rest of council. But I could tell you what I would say if, and it's a big if this company was to be sold. I personally would be fighting hard to ensure that the proceeds from the sale went into a reserve fund or into some type of uh, uh, fund that this council or councils in future would have a hard time using it. I would say let's put it into a fund so that the principal amount never gets touched and the only thing council could use now and in future would be the interest earned from that. And uh, because then it becomes a prime asset for perpetuity. You know, we know that today if you had uh, $100 million, you might get 5%, but that's going to go up because interest rates are going to go up. Um, so maybe you get 6, 7, 8, 9, 10%. Who knows? But I will never, ever support, no matter what happens here, if there was a sale or even a partial sale for that matter, the money received from that for anything else uh, but for us to be allowed to use only interest and not principal. We want to make sure that we keep the asset intact, uh, no matter whether it be uh, you know bricks, mortar, and trucks, and uh, hydro lines, or cash in the bank. So uh, there is a rumor out there, I can tell you I've heard it, that we're trying to sell this so we can pay for the downtown and beach area one and two, and there is absolutely nothing further from the truth from my standpoint, I'll tell you that. We don't need to sell Wasaga distribution to pay for any of that. Uh, we will get that done through the development community and uh, and other levels of government grants and so on and so forth, as has always been the plan. So to be clear, I will never support doing anything with the principal amount from any partial or full sale, only that we'd be able to use the interest. And that interest could be used to build an arena, build a library, build a cultural center, 
maybe reduce taxes. Who knows? Uh, and council of the day, whenever it may be, can make that decision. Principle needs to stay intact. I stand by that 100%. Well, it looks like it's going to take some time for uh, your council to make a decision on this, finally, uh, and uh, whether it's uh, to sell or not sell or whatever. But, uh, you know, there are factions out in the out in the populace here in Wasaga Beach who are getting signs up on lawns and so on and sort of gathering gathering a, a force that uh, are, are almost saying, you know, don't you dare sell uh, Wasaga Distribution. And uh, what, what have you got to say to these people? Well, first of all, I think, I think that, uh, you know, a lot of those folks are, are, are doing so because they're being told something that may or not be accurate. Um, and, and again, we heard it Tuesday night, the sale to, to Hydro One. Nobody knows that. We have no idea. I would suspect there would be several offers if uh, an RFP was to go out for Wasaga Distribution. Um, and so they, they may be doing that because they're, they're fearful, because they're being told something that's not, not 100% accurate. And I can say it's not 100% accurate because we don't have all the facts, and I don't think anybody out there has all the facts. So I would ask the people of Wasaga Beach to be patient. Uh, there's no need to worry. Wasaga Distribution, I've said it before, I'll say it again today, is not for sale. And if it was going to be for sale, the people of Wasaga Beach will be the first to know. And that would only happen after we've done all our homework and had all our public consultation. I don't know what will happen with this, uh, with this corporation um, because we haven't gone through the process. And I doubt that any other member of this council, or this community for that matter, could say they know what's going to happen because we haven't gone through this. So be patient. We'll get through this. We'll make sure it's an open, transparent process, just as every other community does. And we'll make sure that we have heard from the people of Wasaga Beach, the people who elected us to do the job we do today. And we should not listen to rumors that are out <laughs> that are out in the, in the public. I, I learned a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> my, my very wise mother told me, don't believe anything you hear and only half of what you see. <laughs> so, um, you know, there are, there are some people out there who have uh, an agenda. Uh, maybe it be politically driven. Maybe it be privately driven. I don't know. And quite frankly, I just don't care. What I can tell you is that we're going to do what's right. I can tell you this, Bill. I have not lied ever to the people of this community, and I'm not going to start now. And uh, we will make sure that it's an open, transparent process. And I'll say it one more time. You might not like what you're telling us when you come to the horse's mouth, but it's going to be the truth. Mayor Bradsmith, thank you very much for this very informative uh, conversation that we've had uh, on Halloween Eve. Ghosts and Goblins will be out tonight, so watch when you're driving for the young people and uh, be safe, be careful. I hope they have a great time, and as always, Bill, it's my pleasure to be here with you. Okay, thank you, Brian. And that is another chat with the mayor. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio, written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. 
We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Listening to Beach Booster Radio.